0: Hi, this is Justin Norman, pastor of Nobbs Baptist Church. We'd like to welcome you to the Nobbs Baptist Church broadcast. We thank you for joining us and we hope that you'll stay tuned for just a few moments as we have a special song and a message from God's Word.
1: In that has been led, and I am led by his God.
0: We see in this pastor's scripture tonight in Revelation chapter 21, this wonderful and beautiful description of this new Jerusalem. Boy, what a day that's going to be. I'm just about to have myself a time tonight to think about what lays in store for the child of God. We see the beauty of this city in verse number 18. In further detail as John has described it, the magnificent beauty of this wonderful city and the materials that make it up. We see in verse number 18 that the walls of it are jasper. I believe it is this same, this same jasper in Revelation chapter 4 that certainly uh, typifies the beauty and the majesty of the throne of God that John had saw. We see that the city and the streets of it are made up of transparent gold. That's quite interesting for us to note. This transparent city, I believe, describes an unhindered glory of God upon it. If this glory of God is supposed to shine throughout this city, can you imagine, my friend, just as Brother Willie had mentioned some time ago, in that beautiful place, there'll be no shadow, no darkness, which would flee from this light. As I stand before you tonight or this evening, the sun is set behind us. I see the shade that is being cast across the parking lot by y'all's vehicles. I see the shade from this building that is before us. My friend, it's because the beautiful rays of the sunlight I cannot come around this corner. But we see that in this beautiful city, how it is made of such transparent gold, as if, John said, likened unto glass, that you could see through it. I believe that this city will not be adulterated by any shadow, nor corner that would hide such darkness in it. For the glory of God would shine bright throughout the whole city. My friend, if this city was made of such substance that was solid. And my friend, which light could not penetrate. My friend, I believe that there could be some dark corners. But the scripture tells us otherwise. This city, my friend, is as transparent gold. That you could see plumb through it, I believe. Is what John is depicting. He's trying his best. Through the inspiration of the Holy Spirit. To give us such a beautiful and wonderful picture of hope. Of what lies before the child of God. In the eternals. We see not only that this transparent gold city. As he has depicted. But also I believe a lot of people would like to note. How the city is made of such precious gold. The building of the wall of it was Jasper and the city was pure gold like unto clear glass. Boy when we think of gold and this precious precious substance. Gold itself still today is a very precious commodity. I believe that there are other precious metals on the market today that it seems like. Uh, day after day and year after year they gain in such value. Uh, palladium is another substance that's very valuable. Another precious metal. And a lot of people will uh, strive to buy palladium to preserve their wealth. Y'all take note of that. A lot of people this day and time are buying uh, precious metals such as silver and gold and palladium. And the palladium or something like that. And they buy buy these precious metals to preserve their wealth. This gold, in fact, is a wonderful depiction or description of the true value of this city. For you see, our monetary system back in the day was based off of a gold standard. The United States and every dollar that was printed, it used to be backed by a certain amount of gold. It was laying somewhere in a vault somewhere across the country. Fort Knox, I guess, is what they say. But uh, every dollar was backed by some substance. There was a precious metal uh, that would, uh, in comparison, be in comparison to the value of that dollar. For every dollar that was printed, there were so many grams of gold to represent that dollar which was printed. But sometime in uh, 1913, I believe it was, our government decided to uh, put forth this Federal Reserve. This Grand Federal Reserve was uh, one in which would print uh, money for the United States of America. This beautiful country in which we live. And uh, this Federal Reserve, I believe, was nothing but a, a crooked joke to rob the people of this great nation of the wealth in which they had. I'll just call it like it is. I believe it was used throughout the years for our government to rob the people of their wealth. It was also used by our government uh, for them to uh, kick back and fat cat it and get rich for they would print all the money they need in order to fulfill such wealth uh, wicked needs that they thought they may have. And I believe that this uh, printing of money and this great debt in which our nation uh, has incurred over the ages, uh, my friend, I believe it's sad that we'll never see this debt paid off. For they'll keep printing money just as fast as they can. And we know, you and I know collectively tonight, that our dollar bill is worth nothing. (laughs) It's not worth the paper that it's printed on. For you see, I believe it was in 1964 or 65, our great president decided that it would be fit for us to eliminate this gold standard. The dollar bill was no longer considered backed by this gold standard. In other words, what I'm getting at tonight you and I and the two dollars we got in our pocket. It ain't worth a hill of beans. But we see that this fake wealth. That this economy is driven after. Whether it be the stock market. Whether it be our government. How they try to steal the wealth off of millions of people across the United States today. My friend this world seems to be driven by a fake Monetary system. We have so much currency. Even today. How about all the cryptocurrencies? There's a lot of people that think these cryptocurrencies. Uh, that they would be tokens that would be used. Uh, during the end times. Now, I don't know. That's not for me to say. We never brought that up in our study by no means. And, but who knows? Certainly this cryptocurrency. People would put Thousands upon thousands of dollars in cryptocurrency. And all it is is just fake money online that people can access. There's fake wealth everywhere throughout the world today. If we was to see the true amount of gold in this city, I believe that our jaws would hit the floor. For we see the great depiction of this city and the true value which it holds for you and I. It ain't fake. There ain't no dollar bills that are holding it up. But my friend, we see a pure gold as the scripture says. This city is made out of. It is a symbol of true value a beautiful place which Christ has gone to prepare for you and I. Boy, it ain't nothing fake. My friend, heaven is more real than the dollar bill in your pocket. Somebody say amen right there. Money can't get you there. But through and by the blood of Jesus Christ, hallelujah, praise be God tonight. I'm going to see that land one day. Hallelujah. We see the excellent beauty of this new Jerusalem. How the walls were made of jasper and the city and the streets. Made of such transparent gold. In which no shade nor shadow will find itself. And darken the slightest corner of this transparent eternal state. We see also these twelve foundations named after these twelve apostles and how each one of them have a precious stone inlaid upon them of jasper, sapphire, chalcedony, emerald, sardonyx, sardis, chrysolite, beryl, topaz, chrysophorus, janseth, and amethyst. I believe I said that right. Each of these beautiful jewels depict such a raw beauty which is in the inner core of God's creation today. My friend, man can do his best to try to find traces of some of these beautiful and precious stones. But my friend, one day, these stones are going to be made up upon this precious wall and its twelve foundations. We see these twelve foundations, I believe, In my interpretation, when I think of a foundation, I think of a foundation. Just like some of y'all construction people do. I think of a foundation. I think of the foundations of this wall. I think of courses. No doubt if you was to look at the courses of block upon this wall and how they are laid from bottom all the way to top. I believe there's a reason, Brother Willie, this wall is 144 cubits tall or 12 by 12 cubits. That's 200 feet by the way. I believe for each course or each foundation we see such a precious stone and a name upon it of one of the apostles. It's amazing to think such beauty, raw beauty, Even beauty which you and I have probably never seen before. I couldn't tell you where some of these stones would come from. What they would mean or depict. There are many examples and many people uh, would put their own interpretation or twist to this passage of scripture. But I stand in pure amazement tonight to see the simple fact that man could dig to the center of the earth to try to find a stone which God is going to put on His wall. Man would work his whole life to try to obtain the gold that we will walk on when we get up there. Hallelujah! To see how amazing and vast this beautiful city would be, I stand in amazement. I need not to look and see what Jasper would represent for my friend. This city is altogether lovely. It is a beautiful depiction of Christ Himself and His glory. For we see not only the beauty of this new Jerusalem, but we see the temple as well. There's not seen in this place, as John said, no temple. There ain't no light bulb or sun that would shine upon this place. For the Scripture goes on to say, I saw no temple therein. For the Lord God Almighty and the Lamb are the temple of it. Doesn't need a whole lot of interpretation to figure that one out. My friend, to know that this beautiful city And the collection of the saints of God with their heavenly Father. Boy, when we get up yonder, there's not going to be no meeting place like we have here. Things that are just a shadow of the things that are eternal. For when we get to that eternal state, there should not be no shadow of these eternal things. For they will be the eternal there won't be no meeting house in which we come together to worship Him in spirit and truth for my friend. we will be with Him forevermore. There will be no sunshine for they had no need of sun neither of the moon to shine in it for the glory of God did lighten it and the Lamb is the light thereof. Boy, to thank of this beautiful city. And how this glory of God. is the best I can describe it. This Shekinah glory of God. That you and I could not even dare to. Approach or look at. This side of eternity. One day when we get there. We'll live in it. Boy it's amazing. To see it's sheer Beauty the temple and its light but get this to see also the access to this city the nations of them which are saved shall walk in the light of it and the kings of the earth do bring their glory and honor into it and the gates of it shall not be shut at all by day for there shall be no night there They shall bring the glory and honor of the nations into it. We see the pure access into this city for those that are saved. Verse 27 says, There shall no wise enter into it anything that defileth, neither whatsoever worketh abomination, or maketh a lie, but they which are written in the Lamb's book of life. Many would struggle to understand who these nations and kings would be. My friend, we see a great tribe of people that God has kept and protected and reserved and preserved throughout the ages which we see His protecting and guiding hand throughout the tribulation, throughout the millennial reign, Into this precious city, this new Jerusalem, we see an Israel people, a great nation which God has raised up. And outside of His nation of people, we have such nations of the earth. What we would know, according to Scripture, as the Gentiles, the Gentile nations. I believe you and I as Gentiles would make up this nations and kings of people which would bring such honor and glory unto Him. These gates will not be shut. And we see in this new heaven and new earth and new Jerusalem are all these wonderful depictions of this city. But my friend, what lays outside the gate I do not know. But the gates open. Somebody say amen right there. It ain't going to be closed. People walk to and fro in and out of the city in such safe a way. You go to Jerusalem right now and see how safe you are walking in that place. You look at the terror that's taking place next door. You look at the terror next that's taking place even in Afghanistan. My friend, there is a holy war that is going on. On one of these days, those gates won't be closed anymore. Open access for each and every one. Each and every one that would dwell in such the presence of God living eternally with him can you imagine what would lay outside those gates in that new earth i believe it's there brother willie for you and i to enjoy for you and i to walk through we looked at the other week i know we discussed it and just hit i i like throwing this little tidbit of information out there for y'all because uh, some of y'all may have heard some of these theories or ideologies. Um, some people would interpret that this new Jerusalem coming down from God out of heaven as if it was a floating city. There's some that would believe that during the millennial reign, this city is actually floating or levitating above the earth at that time. And after the consummation of this thousand year reign, it would come down from God out of heaven to such a new earth but whether it be floating or whether it be right here permanently on a new earth I believe you and I will have access inside and outside of that gate these gates by the way the scripture says are made of one pearl can you imagine how tall this pearl would be one pearl would make up one of these gates Now the wall is 200 feet tall. Can you imagine a 200 foot pearl? That's a big pearl. If each gate is made up of one singular pearl, that's a big pearl. Brother Tony said he had heard, and I remember this, I put it in my notes right here. He talked, I believe, was it David Jeremiah? was it David Jeremiah, you had heard, he talked about this pearl. I Men, you had been talking and said, we can't wait to get to this passage. But anyways, he was telling me about some preacher he'd heard that had expounded on this pearl. And we didn't go into a whole lot of detail. He asked me what my opinion was. And I ain't really got much of one. He started to tell me what this preacher had said. And it was amazing to think. Now this pearl, this gate now, I'm just going off what Tony told me. This gate, an entrance to the city, it is this way in to this eternal state. Is what this gate would depict. But this gate is made up of a one singular pearl, one pearl. These pearls, we know, come from oysters. And it takes, now if I'm wrong, you tell me, Tom, blow your horn and stop me. I, I, this is good stuff. I ain't come up with this. This is copyright probably, but I'm sure. These pearls come from these oysters. And in order for that pearl to be produced, some foreign object or matter, must enter into this oyster, and it begins to irritate it. It begins to make a sore, if you will. Calcium is produced, and I believe that's what pearls are made of, some form of calcium or something. As this oyster begins to cover up that grain of sand, That is irritating it. In other words, in order for this beautiful pearl to be made, that oyster must go through some pain and suffering. It must go through some trying times in its life. In order for you and I to be able to have such beautiful access into this city, as Christians we know they hated Christ they hate us. Boy it sure is pleasant and lovely to be able to bear such marks and carry our cross for Jesus Christ. He done it for you and I with such pain and suffering. He endured the cross and He bore our sins on Calvary that lonely day that we may enter into such a lovely place as this. It's going to be a long road. Alan. it's been a long road for you, ain't it? There's been some hard times through this walk of life. But it's going to be worth it all when we get up yonder. And to know when we get there, there ain't going to be no locking the doors when you go to bed at night. Hallelujah. First of all, they ain't going to be no night there. And my Bible tells me they won't be closed all day long. (laughs) Hallelujah. It's going to be, I ain't never lived back in the good old days. All I can remember is back in the 90s. I don't think that was the good old days, Brother Kenny. It was good old days compared to now. (laughs) i tell you that right now. I remember a time when the shop door was left open. I remember a time when you didn't worry or talk too much about locking the doors. And I hear tell of old timers saying they didn't even have locks on the doors. I remember a time in my youth when the shop door was left open. But we found out real quick when daddy's four wheeler got stole you better shut that thing and lock it. One of these days hallelujah those gates won't be closed at all for night will not come. Pure access is granted to this city. Whether it be the great nations of the earth these Gentile nations Whether it be these Israelites, indeed. Boy, we'll all come together. No doubt around this throne of God as this river of life will flow freely through this beautiful city and down the street. As we'll see next week in chapter 22. Boy, what a sight to behold. With such liberty and grace, living forever. Eternally with our Savior. I tell you what, I encourage you to continue your study as next week we'll be looking at chapter 22. So much, so much to look forward to. This blessed hope that is within us in the child of God. What lays in store for us, my friend. These hard times, testing and trying times we'll go through now, it's nothing in comparison to the glory that's waiting before us.